Blog Talk Radio.
All right, let's get started. It's Travis Martin, the hemp pimp. That's right, they call me the hemp pimp. I've been talking about hemp seed, hemp hearts, hemp dressing, hemp desserts, hemp all kind of stuff. I've been talking about it so much that they've been calling me the hemp pimp around here. You know, I don't know if I like that or not. Uh, that kind of uh, says that I'm trying to push or sell something, and I don't do that. I really don't. I, I only talk about stuff that I use, that I enjoy, that moves me towards my goals. I can't help but talk about it. In fact, I'm sitting here drinking this new super tea, and I'm enjoying it, so I'll be talking about it. I've never liked tea. I've never been a tea drinker. But I have finally found a tea, an herbal tea blend that I like, and I'm drinking it, so I will talk about it, like what it's doing for my appetite, controlling my appetite. Well, that's why they're calling me the hemp pimp. When I get excited about something, I can't stop talking about it. Now, I've been utilizing in uh, my life and referring other people to hemp seed, hemp hearts, for many years. But for me, it's kind of a cyclical thing. We all get tired of things that that we do and that we enjoy or not even get tired of it. We're introduced to new things and we forget about some of the older things that worked. I mean, just the other day I was going through my journal and I found uh, a meal that I used to have quite frequently and liked and I hadn't had it in forever. And I, I don't know that I would have remembered it again if it had not been for my journal and putting it in my journal and rating it five stars. And then, you know, I went back to the things that I liked. And I found that, you know, tuna patties of all things. I'd forgotten all about those. I love those. They help me lose weight. They help me sustain my energy. Well, same thing here with hemp hearts, hemp seed. You'll hear me just go nuts about these things about four times a year because when I lose focus or when someone that I'm trying to help loses focus, I try to identify a few foods they can refocus on that will give them instant results and get them back motivated. Nothing gets you back motivated like winning does, the experience of winning. And when it comes to weight loss and wellness, we all know how we win. doesn't matter that the way we keep score probably isn't the best way to keep score. But we keep score by getting on the scales. And we want to see the scales go downward, to trend downward. That's how we get motivated, folks. That's how we get excited. Oh, we should do that based upon what the mirror is reflecting back at us. We should do that based upon what the tape measure is saying. We should do that by how easy our pants were to button. That's how we should do that. But we all typically utilize those darn scales to determine if we're having results or not. So when somebody's struggling, when I'm struggling, I turn back to old faithful foods and meals, and uh, I'm never far from rediscovering hemp hearts, hemp seed when I do that. Also, they're fantastic, as we will further talk about today, uh, fantastic to lubricate the 
digestive system, the, the large and small intestine, the stomach, the colon, and help you uh, have an easier time of being regular and going to the bathroom. So there's just all kind of reasons to have hemp hearts, hemp seeds. Now, we did talk a little bit about these the other day while we were talking about other foods that one could have on our clean eating program. Uh, but we've been talking so much about hemp heart, hemp seed lately uh, that we've gotten innumerable messages and requests asking for us to explain them. Uh, and we get a lot of stuff like, what would be better for you? Hemp heart, hemp seed, hemp flakes. Well, we'll talk about that today. They're, they're all good. In fact, I believe, I do believe that if you ask me and you pushed me hard on naming the healthiest food overall on the planet Earth, I'd have to say hemp hearts. If we were looking at, look, let's just say that the human race was going to have to live off of one food forever, as long the rest of their days. Uh, there's no one food, not one single one food. Now, spiritually speaking, we eat the Bible, right? The Word of God, we need to eat that. But outside of that, when we're talking about natural food, that natural manna, not the spiritual manna, uh, we'd be hard-pressed to find anything that would sustain life as long as hemp hearts. There's just nothing else out there like them. And when we're here with so much variety, uh, there's other food. Like you take an egg. An egg is going to have uh, all, it's a complete protein. has all of the essential and non-essential amino acids. Hemp heart doesn't have all of the amino acids in it, but comes darn close. But a whole egg doesn't have fiber in it. So, you know, a hemp heart is just, in my estimation, the most well-rounded food that there is on the planet Earth. And it can be, when utilized properly, a, I hate to use this term too, a dieter's best friend. You literally can lose and maintain fantastic health and energy levels. You literally can lose up to a pound per day. Now, the first two or three days, you're going to lose more than that because you're losing so much water and glucose. After that, though, you'll average over time about a pound a day until you get down to that last 10, 15 pounds, and then it comes off a little slower, even if you're doing hemp hearts and hemp seed the way we suggest. But we really want to get dive deep into the hemp heart. Just call me the hemp pimp today, people. The hemp pimp is here, and the hemp pimp is going to do his best to sell you, after I said I wasn't a salesman, sell you on the benefits of hemp hearts, hemp seeds. Some of these new products, man, kid, got little, little man's square meals, the hemp dessert, hemp salad dressing, Oh, man, and boy, is my weight trending down, and boy, is my energy levels going up. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and we're going to do our best to motivate you. We've got a thought for the day. We want to try to get you all tore up today. We either want to make you mad or make you 
or get you excited. We want to do one or the other today, and then we're going to transition over to talking about hemp hearts and hemp seed and these little desserts over here. Man, they're they're looking good. I can't wait to tell you about those. We'll be right back. activity going boy it's been a crazy day today been a great day fantastic day and the hemp pimp is here if you want to call in and talk to us ask a question testify or just rant you can give us a call at 917-889-9115 917-889-9115 praise report testimony bless the name of the lord whatever you want to do if you just want to, you want to pick a fight. Give me a call. Just no wordy dirds. Well, it, not you can't use wordy dirds that aren't in the Bible. How about that? All right. So, thought. I've got a thought. I've got a thought. People really complicate this thing, this Shibboleth lifestyle, uh, way too much. And, and I don't even think that we realize what we're here for. The losing <laughs> losing weight, excuse me, losing weight is easy. 
It is easy. You folks that come to class, you've heard me say it. Some of you are nodding your head yes right now. Others are saying he's crazy. It, losing weight's hard. Well, I'm going to keep beating this point home as long as God gives me breath to talk about how one should lose weight and go about it. Behavior modification is essential. L knowing what to do, how to do it, that's all that's that's important. But why you're doing it is more important. The how-tos, the what's, they take care of themselves. If you've got a strong reason for doing this, then you're going to have to work on getting your mind right. You've got to eliminate excuses. We've got powerful food formulas here. Powerful formulas. They work. Over the years, they have held up. They've been looked at. They've been scrutinized. They hold up. Our food formulas work. People will say, Travis, do that, that, that fuzzy math class. Teach us the food formulas. And we spend time doing that. We had spent so much time doing that, we finally just added a calculator to the website and people can do it for themselves if they know how to categorize the food properly. But see, those formulas aren't the most important formula. Without them, you're not going to be very successful living the Shabbat lifestyle. But that's not the most important formula. The most important formula is to divide your excuses by two and to multiply your effort times two. Now, that's how you make progress. You can't make progress coming up with excuses. And you can't make progress telling yourself this is hard. If you are going to tell yourself it's hard, if you're just that kind of person and you're just going to make every, you're going to take every molehill, as my father would say, and turn it into a mountain, there are people that do that. Are you one of them? You take every problem, every challenge, and you, in your mind, you make it so much bigger than it really is. There's a book, Don't Set, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. And then Keith Harrell, um, um, God rest his soul, a motivational speaker would say, and it's all small stuff. Other personal development folks have borrowed that, but Keith Harrell started that. It's all small stuff. There ain't no big stuff. It, every day above ground is a great day. We can make it a better day. We can accomplish more. We can strive and work and put effort in. But, hey, if you woke up this morning and breathed in the breath of life, you're a blessed person. Consider if you couldn't get that breath this morning. I say the same things a lot because it's the only way I know how to deal with my own weaknesses, my own mental weaknesses. I have to combat it by saying the right things, thinking the right things, and it's all small stuff. 
But if you have a mind where you just got to make it a problem, you're, you're going to take that molehill and turn it into a mountain. Thank God the Scripture says if you have the faith of a grain of mustard seed, you can say mountain be removed, and it has to be removed. So you can't over... Even if you turn every problem into a big problem, every obstacle into a bigger obstacle, you need to lose 100 pounds, and in your mind, that's going it's awful. It's just awful. It's going to take forever. I disagree. But if that's how you're looking at it, that's your perception, that's your reality. So let me help you. Since you're a reasonable person, let me help you with the reality. The reality is this for you. Losing weight is hard. When you get that weight off, maintaining your new level of health and wellness and waistline and pant size, dress size, whatever, is going to be hard too. I get asked that a lot. When I lose the weight, Will I gain it back if I quit doing this? Yes. Yes, that's why you need a lifestyle. You don't need a diet. I can give you a supplement right now. It's called weight loss and energy, and it'll help you expedite the time by which you get the weight off. But when you quit taking it and you go back to unhealthy eating patterns, you're just going to gain it all back. Anytime you quit doing what made you successful, you're going to gain it back. So you need a practical, sustainable, and fun lifestyle. Losing weight's going to be hard. Maintaining your weight loss is going to be hard. But I have a question for you. Which one's harder? Going through the effort of losing the weight and keeping it off or remaining overweight? Remaining overweight is a lot harder than just going through the effort to get the weight off once and for all. So if you want to make it difficult, you want to perceive it's difficult, make that your reality, then I want you to utilize that as a way to stimulate some desire and to keep yourself going. Where you're at is what's hard. That's what's difficult. Getting the weight off, once you get it off, you're free. What if you take my approach? Losing weight is easy. Then why don't I do it, Travis, if it's so darn easy? Because not doing it is easy too. It's time to make a decision. Folks, make this way too hard. Once you make a decision to do what you got to do for as long as you got to do it, life's pretty good here. Success especially weight loss success, is a process of elimination. That's all it is. It is a process of elim elimination. <laughs> you have to eliminate your non-successful behaviors. you got to get rid of them. If you're engaged in a behavior that's holding you back from being all you can be, you have to eliminate it. Until you eliminate it, you won't be successful. You're wasting time putting forth any effort if you're not willing to eliminate unsuccessful behaviors. You have to eliminate that you only got so much time in a day. You can't engage in the unsuccessful behaviors and engage 
in the successful behaviors, you only have so much time in a day. You're going to have to eliminate the unsuccessful behaviors and replace them. Make room for successful behaviors. Sitting in the recliner for 30 minutes watching your favorite TV program is not necessarily an unsuccessful behavior. But if you're sitting there for hours, it is. And you're going to have to replace that with successful behaviors by moving. <laughs> Move. Don't allow yourself the luxury of sitting there in a recliner or laying down prematurely before the day is done when you hadn't got in all of your steps for the day. Don't do that when you haven't got tomorrow's survival kit packed. Don't do that when you haven't made up some quick and easy meals for the rest of your work week. Do those things first. You got to work hard if you want to play. Tell people all the time you, you got to get momentum. It's going to take hard work. But if you work hard, work, 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 and you do it long enough, you eventually get to play a little. During the weight loss phase, it looks like this. Work, 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 play. You give me six perfect days and take one holiday, you're going to be successful. You get six holidays a month, you're still on the program. But if you think you're going to get started and work at it a little bit, work, work, play, play, work, work, play, play, work, work, play, play, we're not going to make no darn progress. You're going you're gonna to waste your time. You're going to have to work, 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 play. But what happens when you lose all that weight? When you lose all that weight, you can't ever stop working. But you sure do get to enjoy some more downtime. Then it looks like this. Work, 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 play, play, play. Work, 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 play, play, play. Give me four days on, three days off. How's that hard? Once you get into a place where you can go into maintenance mode, meanwhile, we need you to work. And work feels good. Some of you don't feel good because you ain't got nothing to do. Get busy. Be busy as a bee, cheerful as a cricket, steady as a clock. Do that for me. You'll feel better. You may not feel like doing what you need to do, but once you're engaged in doing what you need to do, you feel better. Feel good about yourself. And by the way, some of you, this is a bonus, some of you tell me about how you're mistreated. Some of you have shared with me how people look at you different because you're overweight. Some of you have shared with me that you've endured abuseful words from a spouse, a boyfriend or a girlfriend about your weight. Why does these things keep happening to you? Because you allow them to happen to you. People treat you the way you teach them to treat you. And do you know how you teach people to treat you? Based upon how you treat yourself. There's a great movie. If I'm not mistaken, it's called For the Love of the Game, I believe is what it's called. It's got Kevin Costner in it. I'm pretty sure it's that baseball movie and not Bull Durham. I think it's for the love of the game. 
I actually liked and enjoyed the less popular for the love of the game better than the Bull Durham movie. It's a great movie. Both of them are enjoyable to watch. Susan Sarandon, Kevin Costner in uh, Bull Durham, and Kelly Preston and Kevin Costner in For the Love of the Game. Love that movie. It's a light love story, but uh, it's like a dramatic a dramatic movie with some fun fun stuff in there, some some comedy. But it's not a comedic movie by any means. But there's one of the baseball players. Kevin Costner is a aged pitcher pitching his last game. And one of his teammates, very good player, but has been uh, – he's got talent, young player on the team that Kevin Costner's on. Young player has a lot of talent, but his teammates heckle him a lot because he's he's definitely not a golden glove, if you know what I mean. He can hit the ball. He can run fast. But he can't catch the ball. And best I remember, that was his problem. And teammates make fun of him. The opposition make fun of him. His way of dealing with it is to make fun of himself. He laughs with them. It hurts him. Camera will pan on him and he'll look away with a sad face after he's let them laugh on him, laugh at him, and he's laughed at himself. But you can tell it hurts him is the point. He's conditioning them to mistreat him. He didn't establish boundaries. Kevin Costner come over there to him, and I'm paraphrasing, basically says, have some respect for yourself. Don't you ever laugh at yourself, and don't you let them laugh at you either. What he was saying was, you're giving them permission to make fun of you, and that's not going to help your self-confidence. That's not going to help your self-esteem. I do it, and I've done it, and I'm working on it. I'm not saying to take yourself too seriously. Sometimes it is appropriate to laugh at yourself. But when people over and over again demonstrate that that they have a disrespect for you, don't tolerate it. You're conditioning people to treat you the way you treat yourself. The reason you treat yourself poorly, abuse your body, talk poorly about yourself in front of others, the reason you do that over and over again is several reasons, really. Number one, it's almost like having a... Sorry about the analogy. It's like having you... you, uh, have a booger on your nose, right? Now that's not a good one. Let's do another one. Let's do a more gross one. You you disputed a little bit. You know what I mean? You just tooted. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, y'all? You just tooted. And you think everybody heard the toot, but you're not sure they heard the toot and you went, Oh, I pooted. You know you know what I'm saying? That's the way I've noticed a lot of overweight people are. It's like you think everybody looks at you the way you look at yourself and you draw attention to it. They don't. They, In fact, if you don't pay no attention to it, they're not going to pay no attention to it. They care about themselves. I used to wouldn't dance. Over 300 pounds, I missed out on a lot of opportunities to dance. 
I worked for a company that always having something, and I always was fortunate enough to win a trip, or I'd go to them things. I wouldn't dance because I was I didn't want to get out there and embarrass myself. Didn't have no moves, no rhythm. Bottom line was I didn't feel good about myself. I don't have any rhythm or any moves today. But you won't if if they somebody playing some live music and they's a dance floor. Oh Lord, I'm on dance. I'm gonna dance. I love to dance. Makes me feel good. I do things that make me feel good. People laugh at me. You ever seen that movie with Steve Martin in it, The Jerk? I can't even clap with the the beat. I can't dance, but I sure do enjoy it. They look at me and they'll chuckle a little bit. Makes their evening, but then they start paying attention to themselves. But yet I'm getting my endorphins going and I'm enjoying dancing. I like to dance. Some of you need to be dancing, whether that's literally or figuratively. You need to start dancing. If you don't feel good about yourself where you're at, you're giving people liberty to mistreat you. You need to do what you need to do. Losing weight is is it's a big deal to be able to go to the coals and and, and get in an outfit that you wouldn't have been able to shop for or buy because you didn't think you'd look good. That's all a big deal. But there's things that are going on. There's there's unintended consequences of obesity affecting your life that you don't even realize. You're not going to be truly who you are until you deal with this problem. Some of you just talk to yourself wrong. You work hard. You're not intellectually lazy. You work hard. You do the right things in life. This is just your vice, your addiction. You just you don't know how to beat it. Well, I'm telling you. I'm helping you. Some of you ain't like that. You ain't got nothing to do but drive everybody else crazy. No wonder you got to have something in your darn mouth all the time. You ain't got nothing to do. You need to get busy. I tell people half of my being able to maintain my weight is I'm so stinking busy. I don't. I can't think about food all day. I stay busy. I've got an active and busy life. Well, Travis, I'm retired or this or that. Go volunteer. There's charities. People. There's people to meet. Things to do. In fact, I know people that think that it's that money will impact their life in a positive way. Certainly it might, but I'll tell you what will impact your life more in a positive way is the, is going to be the people you're going to, going to meet over the next 12 months. You got to be constantly in motion. Be moving. Find something to do, darn it. Quit looking for reasons to be depressed, to be down and out. I love my past. I love my story. People say, well, you don't know how it feels, Travis. I'll agree. There are things I don't get or understand because I have not yet experienced them. But I can tell you this. I've experienced deep depression and been diagnosed with depression and been given medication for it in my past high blood pressure, high cholesterol, worst case of acid reflux I've ever heard of or seen, type 2 diabetes, binged, purged, that's called bulimia, my friends, for a decade, about ruined my esophagus, 
I've been there. I know what it's like to think, what am I doing around here anymore? Why am I hanging out here? I'd let a, let the devil get a foothold in my life. That foothold became a stronghold, and he almost won. But thank God that with a broken heart and contrite spirit that I asked him to help me. I asked the living God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, asked the living God to help me, and he did. He helped me. He'll help you, but you're going to have to put away the childish thoughts. A child whines and cries. I think many people get up with a goal of telling enough of their sad story to get somebody to say, bless your heart. I think that's why the Bible said that when you and I do that, and we've all done it, we've all had our pity party at times, sitting on the pity party, right? The pity party of life. And had those moments, and somebody say, bless your heart. What they're really saying is, God, would you shut up? Would you shut up? Everybody's got problems. But we want that. We feel like we need that. Some of it is real suffering. Others is contrived. We think we've convinced ourselves we're suffering and need to suffer. Others, they have real sufferings going on. But whether it's real or whether it's contrived, the point that I want to make is that somebody blessing your heart isn't going to help you. And it's like the Bible says, when you're going through stuff like that and you whine and cry about it rather than anoint yourself and wash your face and put you, what that's saying is, the Bible says, put your big boy britches on. That's what that's saying. Put your big girl britches on. You're not a child. And you suffer with gladness. It's very hard to do if, if your suffering's not contrived. Very hard to do. You're going through a lot, and I understand. But, the only way you're going to be able to overcome if you want to live is to get up and get moving. Move. When you get somebody to say, bless your heart, Travis, bless your heart, Travis, you've had your reward according to the Bible. There's no good in suffering publicly. There's no good that comes out of that. It doesn't help you and it doesn't hurt, help the people. Don't make them feel no better about you either when you're telling a sad story. I mean, your suffering can be real. Even I don't care if you if you got parents that are living or if uh, you're a, a, um, a parent with a kid. After a while, you get sick and tired of even your loved ones complaining. You get tired of it. So why are we doing that to people? Why are we transferring all the stress that we feel on the others? That doesn't mean you don't ask people to pray for you. That don't mean that you don't ask from you, you don't let your petitions be made known, but does it have to be so depressing? I don't see how it helps you. I don't see how it moves you past where you are. And when people see you suffering, they're going to treat you like you're suffering. You don't want anybody to pity you, do you? Do you? Do you know successful people in this world whereby people pity them? I don't know any. 
So in other words, let's let's invert that. If you want to be successful, you can't be the kind of person that people pity. Da-ding. Let me say that again. Let's invert that. I said first, have you ever seen a successful person that people pity? I mean, you can take our political scene right now. Donald Trump, whether you're for him or against him, he's done some stupid stuff. But they are demonizing that man way beyond what anyone can rationally say that he deserves. If you don't agree with that or believe that, you take your feet and put in his shoes right now. He's being demonized. Whether he deserves it or not, I don't know. I don't think he does. And that's not who I'm voting for, necessarily. I'm going to vote for whoever the Republican nominee is. That's more than I should be saying there. But my my point here is you don't pity him. He's a big boy. He can take care of himself. Am I right or am I wrong? He's successful. He knows how to deal with things. But he's human too. So now let's invert that. Do you want to be successful? I ain't talking about economically. Do you want to be successful? Then if you've never seen a successful person who people pity, why are you behaving in such a way whereby people will pity you? The two are are they they're not connected in any way, shape, form, or fashion. People pity losers. In my life, I've been pitied. I've told sad stories, and people pity me. And those were the most unsuccessful times of my life. Though having a momentary uh, weak weak moment where somebody pities you and pities you and mourns with you, rather than having a few moments like that, here and there, maybe those moments make you feel good, but is that moment of feel good worth guaranteeing your lack of success? Maybe Donald Trump, because so many people hate him, wasn't the right person to talk about. Let's talk about basketball. LeBron James, best basketball player on the planet, according to many. Maybe it's uh, Stephon Curry. I don't know. But do you pity either one of those? No, they're successful. You'll never get to where you want to go if your speech day in and day out causes the effect, cause and effect, the effect of someone saying, God bless your heart, whether they mean it or not. This ain't the bless your heart club. People to treat you right. But they're not going to treat you right until you start treating you right. So as a review, and then we'll get to hemp, because I am the hemp pimp. Success is a process of elimination. Got to get rid of your non-successful behavior and replace all those bad behaviors with successful behaviors. And people are only going to treat you the way you teach them to treat you. They're only going to treat you as good as you treat yourself. They're only going to respect you at the levels that you respect yourself. 
I'll be right back. Y'all remember that movie, Footloose. You got to cut Footloose. All right, lots to talk about before we go today. We're going to talk about hemp hearts, hemp seeds, all kind of good stuff here. Uh, now, anytime a, a product begins to do well, you're going to see folks come out of the woodworks with their version of it. And the version that we get, hemp hearts from Rocky Mountain Grains, is, they're the best on the planet. Uh, they're what is called embryonic, uh, where they farm these. Uh, they're free of herbicides. They're free of pesticides. Amazing product. You won't find one that rivals the product that we sell here uh, anywhere on the planet. Uh, 
in fact, the the words, the two words hemp hearts, um, you hear hemp hearts referred to all the time. The place we get get these from, they coined that term. They have the trademark even on that term. They've been around so long. Now you've got mass marketers that, you know, they have them and that a lot of times they're not even packaging these things right. Uh, they, they, they're allowing for too much moisture with the machinery they use or whatnot, and you lose a lot of the benefit from them. Now, there's a lot of value to hemp hearts and hemp seeds, but one of the things that we get asked when we start talking about the value of a great food like this Lots of people that are trying to lose weight want to start adding them to everything. Do not recommend that. They're very good for you. And I'm going to explain why in more detail than I did a couple of podcasts ago. They're very good for you. No doubt about it. But when you're trying to lose weight, it isn't just about calories. You've got to regulate your blood sugar. But it is about calories, too. You can't overeat. Certainly something that's hard to be stored as a fat, it's better to eat more of that than something that's easy to store as a fat. For example, if I overate, if I overate, overconsume hemp hearts, and I overate, overconsumed a Hershey bar. I had the same calorie level of each. It'd be harder to store a hemp heart as a fat than it would the Hershey bar because the way it digests, breaks down, all that stuff. But too much of a good thing will still cause you to gain weight. So when you're already, you already have a properly combined and portioned meal that did not include hemp hearts or hemp flakes. You don't want to just go to piling on hemp hearts and hemp flakes onto those those foods when you're trying to lose weight. You're just adding additional calories. We don't want you to do that. Now, is there ever a time to do that? Sure, if you're dealing with constipation, uh, putting a condiment portion of hemp hearts, tablespoon, or hemp flakes on that meal can help with your regularity or on that salad. Using hemp hearts, hemp flakes as a condiment can help constipation. But if I'm not experiencing any constipation and not dying to have hemp hearts, I don't want to just add them on to anything because I think they're going to do some miraculous thing that without them I won't won't have happen. If if you reach maintenance, you might want to think about a teaspoon to a tablespoon of hemp hearts on every meal because you've already lost all of your weight and you can really reap some benefits from adding these, from a wellness standpoint, from adding hemp hearts to any meal, but not during the weight loss mode. I like to see people use what I call a Shibboleth diet. See, Shibboleth is a lifestyle. But from time to time, we'll tell somebody about a Shibboleth diet, something that you can do and focus on for a little while to either get momentum 
accelerate your energy levels, control your appetite. I mean, heck, just to get you focused. We'll give a certain protocol for for one to eat hemp hearts, hemp flakes, hemp bars, so that they can lose weight and lose it healthfully and rapidly. But if you're trying to lose weight, just adding it to any meal, every meal, that doesn't make a lot of sense. You definitely don't want to be adding hemp hearts to a full meal portion that contains threes and fives. Because I'm not saying it wouldn't work, but it's not a controlled situation from from my perspective. I can't control that situation very well in order to help you lose the weight. So, in other words, I don't want to have a full portion of a Category 1, full portion of a Category 2, and then a full portion of Category 3, and throw on there a tablespoon or two of hemp hearts if I'm trying to lose weight. Now, if you're eating a grilled chicken salad, got some tomato on there, some Brand crisp crumbles, whatever you like, and you want to throw on some hemp hearts as a condiment, it's not going to hurt you. It's good for you to do that. But it can slow your weight loss if you're not utilizing them just right. Listen to the known benefits of hemp hearts. They're great for preventive health and wellness. They're great for diabetics. People who are obese, people with constipation, elderly individuals with chronic health problems because of the regeneration properties of the hemp heart, people with high blood pressure, individuals on carb-reduced diets because hemp hearts give you energy where you were getting that energy from your carbohydrate. Now you're getting the energy from the hemp without the blood sugar spike, therefore without the secretion of the insulin that stops fat burning. Great for individuals battling high cholesterol, people with celiac disease, people battling depression. Great for pregnant lactating mothers. If you're a pregnant or lactating mother, it's not time to lose weight yet. So if you want to increase mother's milk, then what you can do is add hemp hearts to your properly portioned and combined meals. It will help with mama's milk production. Fantastic for children with hyperactivity disorders. And we could go on. It's great for energy improvement, great for weight loss, appetite suppression, helps ward off food cravings, improves your digestion, helps with improving known food allergies, cellular health. Amazing. You won't find another food quite like it. Why is it so good for weight loss? If you're a member, you know that we put a lot of emphasis on 1-2-MCT. One of the reasons we do that is we like to see your protein and fat ratio along with the fiber ratio elevated at an optimal level above your starchy carb level. Well, hemp hearts do that naturally without us even having to work on it. They're one-half fat and one-half protein, the perfect fat-burning combination already in the form of a seed. That is amazing. 
And that allows us to do some things specifically with hemp hearts, hemp seeds, hemp flakes that will help expedite, expedite our weight loss in a helpful manner and with maintaining high energy levels. It's going to reduce inflammation, improve circulation. Amazing. Okay. You'll hear me often talk about the cousin of hemp hearts, hemp flakes. All that is is somewhat defatted hemp heart. You lose the beneficial properties of the good fats in the hemp heart to a high degree. But what you pick up is a great protein source, tastes great, that you can utilize a little more liberally than you could a hemp heart and still lose weight. Now, I like them both. I use them for different, in different scenarios. For example, I use hemp hearts with salad. And I might put on some put some hemp flakes there. But in particular, I use hemp flakes in the high protein soups. I can take a shibboleth high protein soup, the broccoli and cheese, the tomato soup, the chicken noodle soup, and I could put hemp hearts in there, but because of the fats in the hemp heart, they get soggy. And they're fine, but I like to put the hemp flakes in my high-protein soups because they'll stay crunchy, but I'm getting additional protein and additional fiber and a lot of the good fat still in the hemp flakes, just not as much. Now, look at what I did. Let's say I take a, a Prote 15, Shibola's Prote 15 cream of chicken soup or their chili or any of their soups, the tomato I take that soup and I put a tablespoon of hemp flakes in that soup. I just increased its fiber, its good fats, and its protein to a ratio that helps me blow torch fat off the body and not lose anything with my energy levels and further suppress my appetite. Learning how to use them and when to use them is critical. Once you master how to use these suckers, oh my gosh. Look, there's also there's the hemp hearts dip and dressing sauce. There's some fantastic recipes. You just take the lid off the jar. It's all good fat, good fat, the kind of fat that helps burn fat. You're looking for a tasty salad dressing, a fat-burning salad dressing, you can buy these little jars that is this fantastic dressing coming from the hemp heart. And you can add your ingredients to the jar and shake it up, stir it up, shake it up well. Makes for some of the best salad dressing, some of the best ranch dressing, some of the best. Uh, had one the other day that was a uh, Asian. I took some ingredients, Asian ingredients put in there, shook it up, had a fantastic Asian salad dressing, uh, even was able to put it on my grilled chicken nuggets. So fantastic. But what I'm getting here is not craft Catalina. I'm getting a healthy salad dressing that's very tasty, very satisfying, 
leaves you with the feelings of well-being that's going to help me move toward my goals. Now, those are whole food ways. These are direct these are direct from the seed from the farm. So you've got your hemp heart, your hemp flakes, hemp hearts dip and dressing sauce. Then you've got some hybrid ways to use them. Here's where you get into the diet. You get into the diet part. The bars that they make. We sell them here at Shibboleth. 12-inch bars, and now they've got these desserts and what's called Little Man Square Meals. I love them. I love them. Love them. Especially the Little Man Square Meals pre-workout. Been working out hard this year. First time in my life I've been this consistent. Working out, I lost all my weight with no exercise. It was time to start exercising. And I love Little Man Square Meals right before I work out. Energy goes through the roof. You've got this little square meal that's sweetened with stevia. Just a little syrup to hold them together. And a little bit of mesquite flour. They're gluten-free. They're, I mean, they're fantastic. High protein made with those embryonic hemp hearts. Embryonic hemp flakes eggs and mesquite flour. I mean, that's all that's in them. They're so delicious. And what a great snack now we have that is perfect for the Jordan Project. That's our clean eating program on Planet Shibola. Fantastic little boogers. And they don't taste like boogers. How do I know what a booger tastes like? All right. So then we go, we're going back to our hemp bar. Not the little man square meals, but the hemp bar. 12 inches long. There's three meals in a tray. Now, at any time on Planet Shibboleth, you can have one-third of the bar as a meal replacement bar. You can have all 12 inches of the bar and follow the, Shib- the hemp heart diet. Here's why I'm a hemp pimp. I can begin early in the morning to graze on my 12-inch bar. I'll get full quick. And some people like them cold. I like to put them, in, you can put it in the oven if you don't believe in the microwave. If you think the microwave in 15 seconds is going to change the molecular structure of your food and all that stuff, you can use the oven if you want to melt it. But man, the milk chocolate and dark chocolate is phenomenal. And I, I like to just get it, soften it a little bit, get it, get it warm, and just spoon it out of the tray. One-third of the bar is the perfect meal replacement bar. But when you're following the hemp bar program and wanting to lose up to one pound per day, eat up to a third of the bar early, and as you get hungry, graze on the rest of the bar. If you can stop only eating two-thirds of the bar before 4 p.m., you'll get better results. But if you need all the bar, go for it. Then that evening, have nothing but salad uh, your your green leafy vegetables, spinach, iceberg, romaine, whatever you like there, and then your your category two vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, celery, whatever you like, cucumbers, but just category two veggies. If you want to throw a palm full of berries on there, 
Don't go overboard, but a palm full of berries, you'll be fine. No more hemp hearts, no more hemp flakes. The bar had plenty of those. And you stop eating at 4 p.m., go into the evening and have that just that salad. Oh, my gosh, you'll blow torch fat off the body. And you'll be regular. You'll get regular if you haven't been regular for a while. You'll have a glory hallelujah moment on the throne. It's a great day. But listen, I give you a mouthful about the Hemp Bar program. If you're looking for it, we have hundreds of recharge meal plans. We put a few on our homepage, myshaboleth.com. Just look under uh, fasting challenges. Now, that's not Shaboleth. If you're brand new to Shaboleth, that's not Shaboleth. Shaboleth is categorizing foods in seven different categories and learning how to combine them in such a way that you target and remove unwanted body fat easily and healthfully. But from time to time, we need to get focused or we need to detox or we need to do whatever. When you've lost focus and you're not feeling like a winner because the number on the scales isn't going down, look no further than that fasting challenge, the hemp fasting challenge. Just go to the com and you'll find an outline of how to do it. They've also come out with a hemp dessert, but it's made mostly of hemp flakes, and I think I like it even better. You can take this little tray and put you some approved ice cream on top of it, heat it up. Lord have mercy. If you'll make some of that Shibboleth ice cream and put that on top of this little, this new one is called the hemp dessert. If you'll if you'll do that, it will blow your mind. It's so tasty, you'll think that you're doing something wrong. You'll think that you're committing a grievous sin, but you're not. It's that good. Why would I only eat one hemp bar? I get that those questions a lot. I don't know how you eat any more. But number one, in one this one that I've got here is walnut. It's got a walnut topping. Milk chocolate, walnut topping, and 84 grams of hemp hearts. 760 calories. 760 calories in the entire bar. Yeah, but that ain't a lot. And, it, and, and all that's in my green vegetables at night is zero calories. Well, because these come from the farm in Canada, Canada's got some rules, some weird rules. And because there's no way for them, they do these by hand to a great degree, there's no way to consistently provide an accurate nutrition level because this bar may have 20 walnuts on it, next time it may have 19. So they have to put a disclaimer that you have, it's crazy, Canada's worse than we are. It says pull off the ornamental topping because we can't rightly associate or, or rightly identify how many calories is in the topping, yada, yada, yada. But you can eat the topping. But see, the calories from the topping aren't listed. So you're getting well over a 1,000 calories in this bar, which, in fact, if you're trying to lose weight, everybody needs to be at 
that low, right around 1,000 calories. See, there's 3,500 calories stored in a pound of fat. So if your baseline metabolic rate, the number of calories that you're burning at rest every day is 1,800, and there's 3,500 calories in a pound of fat, then let's see. If you had 1,000 calories and your baseline metabolic rate was 1,800, you're in an 800-calorie calorie deficit for the day. It takes 3,500 calories. you got to go through, expend that energy that's stored on your love handle, on your back, your abdomen. You've, you've got to go through those, utilize those 3,500 calories before you lose a pound of fat. So it's going to take you a little more than four days to lose one pound of fat, even if you're at 1,000 calories a day. That's why I tell folks, stop grazing. You're driving me crazy. You do everything right. Drink your water. You journal. You're eating the right food combinations. You do your portions. You time your meals. But what you didn't do was admit up, fess up, that you grazed on just a couple of things. It's just a little thing, Travis, just a little thing. Bible says a little leaven, leaven at the whole lump. You You mess it all up. You don't graze between meals. You eat breakfast and stop. You eat lunch and you stop. You eat dinner and you stop. I don't know why I went that direction, but stop grazing. Just stop it. It's so easy for you to think that you got only 1,000 calories in, but really got 1,500, 1,600 in. And then you wonder after a week why you lost a half a pound. You got to keep it right and tight. The right combination, the right portion. What I like about prepackaged stuff, now this is done by hand for the most part. What I love about it, better than organic. These are embryonic. They're better than organic. What I love about it is, though, it controls your controls your portion for the day without you having to think about it. And it's delicious. It's satisfying. What about all that fat in there, Travis? It's the kind of fat that when you do what I tell you to do, you do it my way, our way. It's the kind of fat that's going to support your effort and help your body retrain how to burn more fats. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful today. It's a beautiful thing. Go try that challenge. Try the hemp bar challenge. Switch to the hemp dessert challenge. Try some things with hemp hearts, hemp flakes, hemp seeds. Do it right. Don't lie to yourself and don't lie to me. Do it right and watch what happens. It's just the perfect ratio of proteins, fats, and fiber to starch. Hemp hearts give you some more facts. I'm the hemp pimp. need to give you some facts. Hemp hearts are about half oil and and one-third protein. I told you wrong earlier. I said half and half. According to this, says half oil, half one third protein. It's great as an energy bar. It's a great pre or post workout meal. Low carbohydrate, low energy carbs, high fiber. You're getting your energy from the fats. Contains all required proteins, and it it has them in the best proportions for human nutrition. 
It's so good for folks with celiac. So good for vegans. So good for vegetarians. Has an easier to digest protein than meat, eggs, cheese, human milk, cow's milk, or any other high protein food. Better spectrum of available proteins than soybeans. Helps a mother produce more milk. Reduces inflammation. Helps with arthritic conditions. We got to get with the program. If you ever have a question about how to use hemp hearts, hemp flakes, fail not to tag me on Facebook. I don't want you doing these because of my recommendation and something getting lost in the translation, doing them wrong, and stopping your results. Notice I said stopping. It would be rare for you to screw it up bad enough to gain weight eating hemp hearts. But you can screw it up bad enough that you're doing it and you can't lose weight. So anytime you've got a question, fail not to tag me about the efficacy and benefits of hemp hearts, hemp flakes, hemp oil, they're fantastic. And get them from us. If you're not going to get them from us, then go to Rocky Mountain. But get them, get them from us. We'll do you right. Teach you how to use them. They'll be fresh. Get them from us. It helps us, and in turn, we can continue to help you. Look. If you're listening in, you found this program, don't know how you found this program, the Bible says that God orders our steps. If it's time for you to make a lifestyle change, we're ready to help you. You can go to myshaboleth.com, myshaboleth.com, and sign up for our program. Very inexpensive, and it will be life-changing. We'll add you to our private members-only group. There'll be people there to love you, to support you, along with myself and our mentors and team here. And we'll help you get this weight off and keep it off once and for all. Eliminate prescription meds, eating real food that you can find from your local grocery store. Everything you need to do Shibboleth comes from your local grocery store. Not from us, but from your local grocery store. You can participate in the program in person, online, or both. Thousands of approved meals and foods. Thousands of success stories. No joke. If anything, we're under-exaggerating. program's amazing. So ministry first and foremost, so we're not after what's in your pocketbook. We're after your heart. And you get started. You can come to class. You can watch the videos, take the test, pass test, earn the phase one badge, and you'll be on your way. If you'd like to get started, make sure when you sign up that you let us know who referred you so that we can treat them right because that's how Shibboleth has moved forward and been built to this point is by folks like myself, our members, who have found value in themselves again, found value in the program. They were sick and tired of being sick and tired and needed a practical, sustainable, and fun approach to living and eating. If you want to see how easy Shibboleth is to do and you're not a member, if you're a member, you've seen a lot of these. But if you're a non-member, go to my Facebook page, facebook.com, facebook.com forward slash Travis Martin 777. 
Travis Martin 777. And you'll see some We Fixed It videos. Just go to the video section, look at some of those recipes, how easy this is. Go to myshaboth.com, read some of the blogs, get to know us, let us get to know you. And I promise you, once you go with us and you give me your best for 21 days, first of all, I guarantee that you lose up to 30 pounds in seven weeks. Guarantee it. If you do what I ask you to do, up to 30, you you don't have 30 pounds to lose, then you'll hit darn close to your goal. If you got 50, 60 pounds to lose, you do everything I tell you, you lose up to 30 pounds and you first, and I'm using the up to because we do deal with some unreasonable people. But if you do what I tell you, you'll lose the weight. You'll be happy. You'll be ecstatic. And you won't ever go back. And when you accomplish these fantastic results, let me tell you what you and I will do together, along with the Shabola family. We'll bow our unworthy heads and give Jesus the praise for it all. I love you today. I'm glad you showed up. I enjoy doing these, having these classes with you. Next time, call in. Questions, praise reports, rants, whatever it is, we're here for you, here to talk you through it, talk about it. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time. This is a, the Hemp Pimp signing out and signing off. Talk to you next time. Oh,